Hello and welcome to Extra Voices. This is the Extra Life podcast that focuses on the efforts of extra lifers all across the nation and the efforts of the staff at the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals that help make the magic happen, or at least most of the time. That's what this podcast is about. This time, though, I have Ryan Nanny, who is not an extra lifer. He is going to get exposed to what extra life is because he put out a call of way back at the beginning of the year wanting to be on any podcast he could, as many podcasts as he could, regardless if you need the subject matter or not. I took him up on that offer, but don't worry, we do have a charity slant in here. Uh, but before we get to that, Ryan, how are you doing this fine day? Great. I, uh, this is not even close to the most uh, out of my depth I could be on a podcast so far. So throw whatever you want at me. I'll be ready for it. So, so what has been the most out of depth? Because you usually work uh, college football mm-hmm. and, and sports and that side. So yeah. where, where have you felt completely out of your depth? Uh, did a lot of hockey podcasts at one stretch. And like, I enjoy hockey, but I don't know anything about it in, in sort of like the day-to-day sense of it. So that those were challenges. Um, I just was on one called The Frankencast, which is a show that just watches Frankenstein movies <laughs> and television. And we watched a, a like 1970s Italian movie called Lady Frankenstein. So, oh, wow. So that was that was yeah, that was that was extremely challenging. Um, it was fun. I had a good time with it. Like, this is going to be easy. This is going to flow. Yeah. And I'm laughing at the hockey one because I'm like halfway through this week's episode of the shutdown full cast. And I just got to the hockey portion of that podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep, yep, I guess yep, you're, that... you're finding the inspiration now. <laughs> oh, there's a difference between can I say can I tell you what's going on in the world of hockey with any sort of knowledge or insight? And can I make fun of Canada for <laughs> failing once again to make the Stanley Cup final and win it? Um, and the answer to the latter is yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, definitely in there. We're right in the middle, or I'm in the middle of that bit. And as a Stars fan right now, I, I definitely chuckle when I know the the cup is going to likely come southward bound or over to Vegas, which is just as hilarious. Right, exactly. Yes. All right. Well, uh, before we get into this a little bit more, we got to describe to the audience. I know there's some people that carry over from my HLS days that still listen to you and the rest of the crew of the shutdown full cast. But for those that are not aware, um so ryan worked at a publication called every day should be saturday and you know that has since morphed into the shutdown full cast kind of full time now uh but how would you describe that community and i I feel like we're like digging through ancient history of the internet because this thing has been around for seemingly since i started looking at blogs on the internet every day should be saturday yes uh i am in no way an every day should be saturday og like I am mid midway through its history, I would say. Um, but the short version is it's a college football blog that Spencer Hall and then writing under a pen name and a different contributor who who I won't name my name because they've like gone off and decided to have a normal life um, started <laughs> in like, I don't even know what year it would have been early aughts let's say that feels right to me um and slowly that morphed into holly anderson coming on as a big uh uh, co-manager and co-writer and uh, big editorial voice and as part of that 
I eventually came on uh, after Holly left to either go to Yahoo or Sports Illustrated. I forget which one. I always forgot. And to describe what it is, is I think it is probably best described as an absurdist college football blog. Like, the thing we say on the show, which is your right... uh, it includes Jason Kirk, who wasn't part of EDSBS, but was a co-worker of Spencer's at SB Nation. Um, I think our tagline is, we take college football as seriously as we think it deserves to be taken. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes we talk about like actual football things that have happened and what's going on in the world. And sometimes it's mid-April and we decide to do an whole, a whole episode about the various swords that are involved in the coronation of a new British monarch and the, an interview, uh, a member of the LA Philharmonic about um, an alleged orgasm that somebody experienced in the audience at a performance. And we don't talk about college football at all. <laughs> that is the best way I can explain it. Uh, I, I think that definitely covers a lot of the bases because yes, it was one of those. And, and one of the things I loved about that period of the college football internet in particular was that, um, you know, not everybody was concerned about SEO and trying to like hit the right keywords and stuff. It was like, we're just going to have fun with this, be like the different slant and the different take on it. And yeah, EDSBS was always, you know, completely the absurdity one of my all-time favorite characters was you know at former head coach of florida which spencer hall was an alum for him and same, as well as you same yeah yeah and and it was hating ass Spurrier, you know yes, just a bunch yeah. of absurd quotes that didn't actually come from him but you you would you could see it happening in your head yeah, and i yeah. love leaning into that absurdity and what i also think is you know one of the parts about the, the it was the audience, the community that got built, because that was another, you know, back in, you know, the early days, the comment section wasn't always accessible. It was a place where you would go in, you would feel like you would meet people. I, I kind of compare it to like early Twitter days. It sure, really felt yeah. like you, you could you could meet like minded folk in there, even if you were just laughing at the same absurd joke. And maybe your team was on the other end. I'm a Notre Dame alumnus. These guys take shots at Notre Dame like <laughs> all the time, but I still love listening to the show, especially uh, when there's times where Notre Dame's actually like legitimately good, and then they have to admit there's a these football team on the other end. They there have to grapple with that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun to hear that, um, and part of that is what I really want to talk about uh, the effort that y'all are doing right now. I said there was a charity slant. I wasn't kidding. I didn't realize when I reached out to Ryan, I'm like, oh man, I need to do this before I forget. And it was right on the heels of when the Charity Bowl, which is an annual event that supports New American Pathways uh, over in Georgia. So it's an awesome charity. This is something they do every year. I know we typically talk about Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals, but I, I wanted to use this as kind of an example for Extra Lifers of you know the community aspect, different ways to do a fundraiser. So before I, I vamp too much on this, yeah, I, yeah. I want you to describe the charity bowl, kind of how the, for me, I don't even remember how it begins. I got to be honest. I just like, remember it always exists. And I look yeah. forward to it every year because it's hilarious, but kind of, you know, what, what made y'all do it and kind of describe it to the audience of, of what it entails. 
No, I also don't remember the origin story of it because it <laughs> predates me in a lot of ways. And and I think it is very much a like Holly and Spencer co it, I don't think it is a Holly and Spencer co-production along with New American Pathways. Um the shortest version I can give you is this. This charity, this nonprofit is an institution uh that Spencer used to work at when Spencer before I think before he was a blogger at all, or maybe when he was just sort of getting into it, working for this group was his job. And so he had a lot of direct hands-on experience helping uh, new immigrants to the country and uh, working, sort of fulfilling the mission of New American Pathways hands-on. He eventually decided that his talents were best served doing whatever it is he does, however <laughs> you want to describe that. Um, but... That's sort of like where the connection comes from. And so he still knows a lot of the people there. He knows a lot of the leadership there. Holly knows them as well. And I think, I, I hope I'm not getting this wrong. I think basically for a lot of nonprofits, um, existence can be a tenuous thing. Because unless you are sort of like, let's say, a name brand that the kind of thing where it's like if you said if you family feuded it and we were like name a charity top five answers on the board unless you're one of those top five answers you know a lot of charities are sort of reliant on government grants that might not be there year after year um things change uh at the federal level and all of a sudden the money that you're relying upon can disappear you can be reliant on big donors that, uh-oh, a Bernie Madoff happened, and now this person doesn't have the the cash to sort of uh, help us keep our operation going. So I think they looked at it as, well, Spencer has this big community, and Spencer sort of said, you know, this is a thing that we can do together to provide a, a solid foundation for the work that New American Pathways does. I um, know that it has grown substantially i don't know exactly what the numbers are but if you go back and look at like what the first year we're trying to do i don't know probably like twenty thousand dollars or something and it's like cool great like hit that happy with it etc cetera, etc cetera. as of the time that we are recording this i'm gonna give a live update right now uh they are almost at three hundred and seventy one thousand dollars oh wow um yeah so it's grown a lot but i think what we need to get to the meat of your question is the community element of this and sort of the leader mm -hmm. part. the way this works when people donate to uh the charity bowl there is a menu that they can pull from that has a lot of lot a lot of college football schools not all of them not at every level because like trying to make it a usable product and there's you know you can't put 700 options in the list and basically what you do is you provide your donation to prove your team's superiority so there's a leaderboard that comes out every day at the end of the day for uh during the charity bowl drive week basically says okay here's where everybody ranks here's like hey you know georgia you're getting beat by tennessee What's that about? And you, you the, the idea is to sort of like use this to drum up support for everybody to come out and represent your school. The other element of this is we try to encourage people to donate uh, meaningful numbers. So, for example, uh, one I saw that was uh, popular 
recently was a Notre Dame donation of thirty-one dollars. Do you know what that? Do you know what that it, connects to? It, it's either thirty-one dollars or thirty-seven dollars, depending on which side of remember the six you sure, fall on. Sure. But six points were wiped off the board by the referees. <laughs> the, the quote unquote last time, and that's that's a popular donation to my campaign too, yes. as well, because people remember the charity bowl stuff. Yes, and it's just it's fun to see like the numbers people come up with. It's, uh, we did a segment on the, the most recent full cast trying to help schools that didn't have a great recent year come up with a number that they can use. That was funny. That was really yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's nice to be a like 11 win team and be like, which of these wins should I go with? If you've only won three games, it's a little trickier. But yeah, it's, it's just a lot of fun because it gets people to come out like show their school pride, but in a way that is obviously providing a net social good is not it never leaks into oh you're being you're taking this too far or you're being a real jerk online about it. It's just like a good time thing on Twitter, which is a crazy thing to say in 2023. Right. And and I love seeing all the different ones. Uh, the tagline uh, that is every year, you know, it starts with spite and it ends with hugs and also spite. And also spite. Like, yes. it, it stays there. And and because y'all will do that, you'll split it up. In, or really, Holly is the one that really yes. takes the lead on this. Yes. And, uh, you know, she will say, OK, well, here's like the SEC stand. And like you say, it's it's pitting the. Okay, because there's a couple schools that run away with it typically. And it pains me to say this, that Michigan typically runs away from it although somebody yes. dug up some oil money from texas a&m yeah yeah uh, either yesterday or two days ago it was on, mon- on monday time. somebody yeah. dropped a big donation from texas a&m yeah and then all of a sudden it's like oh okay well so that's crazy notre dame will like have a, a good start and we'll, we'll slide down in the rankings but it's it's this well we want to be better than this goal i always take a look it's like well where's southern cal i know michigan's up there oh good they're still down at the bottom so it works. The spite is it's hilarious. It's in good natured fun. And I love the various like meaningful numbers and stuff like that, that people do. Uh, I saw one Notre Dame fan uh, actually dug into the women's basketball side to take con- constant shots at Gino at UConn, uh, over yes. at UConn. I was like, Oh, that's great. I can't yeah. believe I didn't think yeah. of that. There's uh, a lot of the, the spite is so pure. Michigan <laughs> who does usually win this thing. You're right. Michigan fans have developed a thing in the last few years where once they have like taken their place atop the leaderboard, they then start trying to donate on behalf of Slippery Rock to oh, see yeah. if they can get Slippery Rock <laughs> above the other schools in the Big Ten to make their rivals look bad. It's really, I, I love it. And, and some I mean, that leads to another thing where people are like donating to smaller schools, but there's also like a few special like, EDS, EDSBS, like lore schools. Yes. Uh, yeah. Would you mind listing a couple of those off? Right All now? right, let's see. There's, um, I don't know if, if these are active right now, but from memory, there's Make Spencer Eat Cheese University. That's a popular <laughs> one. Uh, the simple story there Spencer Hall hates cheese, doesn't like to eat it. And the idea of making him eat it is very funny. We'll get back to why it's Make Spencer Eat Cheese because there is a challenge element of this. Uh, charity uh, endeavor as well. Um, there's that uh, we've seen donations to Nightham University or the University of Nightham, which is entirely a full cast nonsense thing. Uh, the short version is 
Um, it's great when somebody shows up late to Thanksgiving and they bring ham. That's night ham for you that you can eat at night. Uh, I wish it made more sense than that, but it really doesn't. There's- Anybody that has ever had the leftover ham from a Thanksgiving or Easter knows about night ham. Yeah, I am yeah, a, you know, I when a connoisseur it's, of night ham myself. When it's 930 and you've just finished doing the dishes and you're like, I could go for a little bit of ham. From the <laughs> That's night ham. And you've lived that life. Um, there's, I think, uh, our friends over at Split Zone Duo are encouraging their donors to donate to Trans Am University, which is uh, canonically based in Dallas. Memory <laughs> serves. Is it beating uh, SMU right now? Because that no, would no, be funny. I haven't. I need to check. I think. It, I, I think it might be. It was. It was doing. It was in like the top twenty as of yesterday. But obviously, That's things great. change a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Pro- Pro- uh, Protect Trans Kids University. Uh, which is, you know, just what it sounds like and is uh, is a good place for we have a lot of people in our larger audience who like what we do, but aren't necessarily diehard college football fans. So they don't necessarily or, or they're like, you know, I like college football, but I went to NYU and they don't have a college football team or whatever. Um, so we do have some uh, some efforts like that pop up, which are a good way to sort of like. Uh, support a cause um in in its own right with with this kind of thing um do you want me to explain the spencer eating cheese thing now uh before you do yeah because yes, i like to protect because i actually entered the transfer portal this year i, I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out my donation because i'm playing around with numbers yeah. trying to figure out what i'm going to do yeah. and then all of a sudden i saw protect trans kids is up and like if they're not in the top five they were near i was like wait a second like that's a pretty good middle finger to a lot of people I'm mad at right now. Yes, I got yes. more spite for that than <laughs> yes. anything else right now. Yes. yes. So I know what happens to Notre Dame eventually. I was like, I'll figure it out. I like type up like, what am I going to do? I'm like, okay, you know, trans bills. I know there's a bunch of them. Let's figure it out. Yeah. And I saw 101 of them have been defeated. I'm like, perfect. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. 101. Yeah. 101 plus processing <laughs> fees. I'll get my company to match it. We'll send Protect Trans Kids University up there. Uh, which I know, uh, you know one of the things because Extra Life, uh, we had a, a huge event in Florida, and that's always a little contentious for a group that very much, you know, uh, respects the LGBTQIA plus community and everything, you know, goes around that and, and health decisions in general. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this feels more Extra Life and everything for me. I, I like that donation. So, yeah. Yeah. yes, even if you've never done it before, you know, check that out, uh, you know. Do do protect trans kids. There's also I think there's like a police academy joke in there. You can write in whatever you yes, want. Yes, so. we get a lot of like, and a lot of these are like I, I'm pretty sure protect trans kids and make Spencer eat cheese. Like these are things readers and listeners came up with. Like this is yeah. I would love to say that we are so brilliant and uh, witty that we've come up with. But a lot of these are jokes and and memes and groups that other people came up with and we're just sort of like, yeah, we'll do that. That's cool. Yeah. And, and like, that's what you got to do. And I've said it before. When you see your community is onto something, you got to latch onto it because yeah, yeah. you never know what's going to be the thing that gets those donations coming yeah. in. So yeah, with that said, uh, we do need to talk about Spencer because a lot of the stretch goals and stuff usually involves Spencer doing something. If I remember right, one of the first big ones was him getting a tattoo Yes. Which he's got a Michigan block M, if he's I remember two, right. Spencer has two Michigan tattoos. <laughs> One of them is um, Totoro from the movie My Neighbor Totoro with a big block M on his tummy. 
Um, and the other one is, I think, I forget what kind of animal it is. Uh, it's, a, and I forget, uh, I think he had a tattoo artist design it. It's, um, oh, it's a Wolverine, duh. I can't believe I forgot this. It's a Wolverine with a monocle and a top hat. It's supposed to just be a fancy Wolverine. Um, so, fancy superior donating Wolverine. Yes, that's right. That's right. So, so yes, we frequently do uh, a stretch goal that's sort of like, okay, if we hit this, we will do X. And so that's why Spencer's got these two tattoos. I think that's why we did a live full cast at the Ann Arbor Public Library, yep. which was a lot of fun. Um, and then this year, we were talking about this before we started, uh, the goal is to, if we hit a million dollars, which is a very, very big number, but I hope we can get there, obviously. Spencer has agreed to play 18 holes of golf wearing the largest legged Jinkos we could find, which were 50 inches in diameter. Oh my God. Yeah, you should, you should just Google 50 inch Jinkos and see what these things look like because they're I'm going to. Um, It'll be the photo for this episode. Oh, it's amazing. So he's agreed to wear these to golf 18 holes. And assuming I can find a course that will let us do this, I told him, like, we're going to make a gallery. Like, we're going to have, we're going to invite people to come out and follow you and watch you do this. <laughs> Context here is that Spencer grew up playing golf, but didn't like it and didn't want to. And so, like, he he has a strong aversion to playing this game. And he hasn't played in probably 15 years. So he's going to be absolutely terrible at it. And he's going to be terrible at it in Jinkos. And we're going to make people watch him. Yeah, and it's very you know, mad at me for this. Uh, this is very hilarious, and I'm looking at the 50 inches right now. This is <laughs> this is something else. Um, so, but also, like one of the things you're, we're always trying to, or we as in like the community as a whole, yeah. wants to get Spencer to eat cheese as yeah. well, which yeah. is like the ultimate stretch beyond stretch. Yeah. So let, let's go ahead and get into why Spencer will not eat cheese. So Spencer. Um, there is like a basic like he just thinks it's, it's gross. He just doesn't enjoy it. Uh, he at one point uh, lived in either China or Taiwan for uh, a little bit of time and really likes Asian food. And I, this is obviously a region of the world where like cheese is not part of most, if any, dishes. Um, and so I think in his mind, he's like, I know that you can live a perfectly happy cheese-free life and then perfectly delicious <laughs> cheese-free life and therefore i don't need to participate in this i think he mostly looks at it and says this is gluey surplusage that we don't need now i will say this i've seen spencer eat pizza and he's okay with pizza so this is not like hard and fast you know biblical rule that he follows it has some wiggle room to it but with that exception, yeah, he never if 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 his burger comes with cheese on it, he's visibly disappointed and frustrated. He has no interest in this goop whatsoever. I have that, and I, that, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was like, I, one of my you know great friends and one of the top donors to my campaign has a similar Spencer aversion to cheese. And I'm actually going to his wedding this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it is the same thing. As soon as he said, but pizza. That's that's what we throw at him all the time. He's like, but you eat it on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, it's I don't I don't get it. I think cheese is great. I like cheese in all different forms. That said, that is not I would argue the thing that he is. Uh, that is not the mountaintop that we won't reach with this. Things Spencer won't do, and he's we've we've had several discussions about this. He won't shoot a basketball. He has like a psychological <laughs> psychological paralyzing fear shooting a basketball and i've said like what if nobody's around what if you're just in a gym by yourself nope won't do it what if we just ask you to shoot 10 free throws it's not competitive it's not one-on-one it's not five on you know you don't you just like shoot nope absolutely won't do it golf thing the ridiculous like multi-tiered golf in public in ridiculous jinkos thing came about because we were trying to come up with something that we could say or you could just go shoot like five baskets you could do that instead and and the golf thing is what he chose like he would rather do <laughs> he would rather golf in parachute pants and play basketball for five minutes amazing yeah this and this perfectly because spencer is just a unique animal especially like you know, reading his writing for so many years and hearing his voice, I will not, not forget the first time I actually saw his face, like when he did a TV appearance, because yeah. he like looks like somebody like dropped a mountain man into this college football <laughs> universe. And, yes. and then when you hear all these other stories about it, it's like, for some reason, now this all feels connected and yeah, it feels right. like it makes more sense now with Spencer because yeah, he's just a unique creature. So the fact that, yes. You can do all these other things because there's certain things I'm like, nope, won't do that even for charity. Uh, and, you know, but the stuff that Spencer won't do is always hilarious. The, oh, yeah, the fact that yeah. the cheese and the basketball is, is just too great. Best way to summarize Spencer is that when you, if you donate to the charity bowl, get a receipt and the receipt includes a picture of Spencer and in it, he's wearing overalls and I think maybe like a blue checked shirt. And he's got the full beard and everything going beard. too. Do you know where that picture is from? I do not, because it's been so long and I've seen it on so many receipts, I forgot the origin of it. That is Spencer on Sports Center doing a hit on ESPN's <laughs> Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. That's what he wore. On air. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the best explanation of who this person is. That that really is. And the best it's always funny when like somebody outside you know the community donates and they think like they've been hit with a phishing scam because they just like uh wait did were you pranking me did i get like rick rolled somehow so off-brand duck dynasty has my credit card now and now i'm ruined (laughs) oh it's absolutely amazing um but yeah if so uh, let's let the people know, because uh, I went through through Twitter thread and then I forgot y'all are smart and actually made multiple different ways to get there that are very easy sure. to do, especially when described on a podcast. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. uh, want to make sure let people know how they can go donate uh, to this year's charity bowl if they wish to. Okay, So you can the two easiest ways. Uh, On the internet, you can go to edsbscharitybowl.com. That will get you to the donation page. That's one easy way to do it. The other way, on your cellular telephone, you can text charitybowl23 to 91999. Those are the two easiest ways to do it. You can also, like, find 
Holly Anderson's account on Twitter, Spencer Hall's account on Twitter, the full cast account on Twitter, they they will be tweeting about it prodigiously, but like the two easiest ways are texting Charity Bowl 23 to 91999 or going to edsbscharitybowl.com. All right, there you have it. So it's a week-long sprint. Uh, get stuff in there. You don't have to be a college fan or a football fan. Like if you want to, it's like, hey, my university's not on there. I'd love to give them just like a few bucks just to say, hi, we're here. Go on. By all means, do it. Hit one of the meme universities. Uh, you join me in doing protect trans kids like the transfer portal. It's a real thing. It's a new new universe right now. I, d- I don't feel bad. I feel like I always have another opening to go back in somewhere else if I need to. And also, if you just want to, if you're just like, I want to, I want to make this tricky for Spencer. Go ahead and do- donate on Notre Dame's behalf. He would hate that. He would hate if Notre <laughs> if listen. I'm, it's probably not going to be this year, but if one year Notre Dame came out of nowhere. To win this thing, he would he would be madder than a wet cat. You he would be. You, oh, it'd be so good. I almost. Like, I hope it happens. Just I, I, I want it to happen someday too. It's like God. I, I really want the fu money just to be able to like yes. drop yes. massive amounts like that one Aggie <laughs> fan did because yes. I know it would drive. And for folks that don't know, like the reason Spencer hates Saturday makes a whole lot of sense because a lot of our fans are just truly atrocious human beings i mean notre dame fans know this uh we even say we have the worst fan base in the world sometimes <laughs> like he he does not hate everybody that has gone to notre dame he realizes there's good people but it makes, gives him a special type of joy and everybody's got this in their life to where i hate you so much that i hope everything you enjoy gives you pain yeah i mean he does an f1 podcast with a notre dame grad and if he yes. had to do if he had to do that podcast with jessica and know that Notre Dame was responsible for the largest chunk of the charity bowl, it would break the man and I would be oh, here for it. 100%. She would never she would never let him forget no. it and it would no. be great. No. That would be awesome. So there we go. Let's, we'll keep that in mind. I mean, it'll be on my Twitter at the end of the year and everything else as well. So well, not at the end of the year, but throughout the week. Uh, I posted my donation up there. So yes, Obviously, my main focus is Extra Life and doing the Children's Miracle Network. And specifically, that's why local hospitals are such a big deal. It's not just CMN proper for most of our campaigns. It's because, like Ryan said, the brand, like CMN's a brand name, right? I mean, there's the balloons at Walmart. You've seen it. But it's the individual hospitals getting the big impact. And, you know, that's why New American Pathways is so important, especially because I just happen to have a governor that buses people wherever he wants to right now, not to get all too political or, yeah. or whatnot. But, you know, some of those people, for all we know, could end up in Georgia. Be You know, they, they come in just wanting a better life. And now they got to figure out how do I do anything and forget getting assimilated. It's just creating a life. Uh, so I, I think it's a wonderful charity. Uh, and there's you may be like immigrants in Georgia. You will be shocked how how wide immigrants spread just trying to find a foothold. So a very worthy cause. It's awesome that y'all do this every year. Yeah. I can't thank you enough. Uh, so it's really really cool. And before you go, yeah, let's so, do it. Yeah, I told him we were going to play D twenty questions. He's not exempt from this just because he has no idea that <laughs> extra life's a charity where people. Have, I gave him a brief of like, hey. You know, we play games and raise money, but I know you don't do any of that. And we're not going to talk about it that much. So <laughs> he's going to answer three of these 20 
themed questions picked by a d20 as usual uh they're all extra life themed so i, I can't wait to hear what we get out of this so this let's go ahead well. this is gonna oh, be super well. it, it is and this is like the the first time we've ever rolled this question either we got we got a one okay so uh, we failed out the gate we, we failed out the gate we've rolled the first one so we'll, we'll see if you hit both sides and get the 20 okay. out of the end okay. uh so extra life rewards it's platinum participants basically people that kick in a little extra to help cover some processing fees up front uh we get a lot of amazing incentives actually ryan you're on camera i'm sitting in one right now i got an mm-hmm. extra life gaming chair uh so Let's say you could make any incentive in the world for like extra lifers or people that raise money. Uh, and of course, you, you kind of do this with Spencer all the time. So it's what would the incentive be and how much should an extra lifer have to raise to get it? Wow. What are, what are we talking? What's our platinum tier at right now? Like, what are we talking about? So, so basically to be a, a quote unquote platinum, it's like a $20 uh, fee to register. So okay. people that do okay. that fee. Uh, they get to register uh, and be in there. So, like at a hundred dollars, you get the T-shirt for the year. Uh, like if I remember, like twenty-five dollars, you get a sticker, and then like they'll have. Like actually, the dice I just rolled came from an incentive for like if you raise, uh, I think it was like a two hundred in August, you get the dice or this mm-hmm. dice rolling tray. So it's video game themed, yeah, adjacent yeah. where. So I think I think a good reward, and this only applies to certain games, like mostly RPGs. But you know, when you're playing uh, an RPG, and it's like, all right, you get to name these even a new character is part of your party, and you get to name it. Like I think mm-hmm. naming rights to characters is a really good incentive for. I don't. Yes. I'm curious what the level would be. Maybe it's a hundred dollars. Maybe it's a little more than that. But like being able to say, okay, we're gonna play, you know. Uh, chrono trigger or something and at some point you will get to be somebody in the party you'll get to name somebody in the party because yeah, like so, it is a good one i've done it yeah. before yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, very okay. good one okay so, so that's what i would go with yeah so like if we were doing it on a national scale so like uh it actually no now i'm thinking about it uh i'm forgetting the name of the studio off the top of my head but they're the ones that do uh guild wars or, or yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah. actually put in uh one of the champions that got cared at the Children's Miracle Networks, they made her an NPC. Nice, nice. So that would be an awesome tier if they could like get one of their partners. You know, listen up, CMN and staff, if you're listening, yeah. let's let's get one of the partners on there and have like a super rare incentive to do that. You know, get your name into a game. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, uh, and like you know, that. you saw NCAA uh, is coming back next summer. So Finally. Like- if you if you go with that, you can you, you have a lot. You can be like, look, we got a whole team worth of names here. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say who you are, but like, maybe you'll be the starting punter for the team that we're doing this season with. Maybe you'll win the Heisman for our team. Right, Who's to say? Let, let, let's let's talk about let's let's see if we can get create create a university, get that back in the game, and yes. University of Night Hammett. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't you want to be the starting fullback for the University of Nightham? Of course you do. <laughs> yes, that'd be great. All right, what's the next one we got here? Hey, you went on both sides. You oh, got wow. the one, you wow. came right back with the 20, so you did go on both sides. Okay. Uh, so the perfect purpose of Extra Life is to change kids' health. You're now given the power to do the other half of the tagline, which is change the future. You can eradicate one disease from the face of the earth forever. So what do you pick? So this we, we went from like giveaways to like real big playing God. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, both ends of the spectrum pretty hard. All right. There's like obviously there's no right answer here because whatever you pick, you're not there's a lot of things you're not picking. Yeah. But there's I'm, no wrong answer though, because you're right. helping at the end of the day. It probably is a wrong answer. If you're probably <laughs> like, you know what? Like, I think we should get rid of acne. It's like, is that the one? Is that the thing we should know? Um, I'm gonna go with asthma. I'm going to say asthma because this is a disease that is very widespread, can be very debilitating to a lot of people, can be uh, tied to very expensive pharmaceuticals to treat, and is disproportionately affects people in uh, environmentally disadvantaged communities or parts of the world. So if we got rid of asthma, I would feel pretty good about that. I would feel like we were really doing the world a solid. I love that. Uh, I'm an asthma sufferer myself. Same. And, I wasn't going to lead yeah. with that, but <laughs> but but yeah, I I I I love that because when you said like the medicine can get expensive, like I mostly have it under control. But God help me if I ever have to get like on stronger inhaled steroids because yes. and the insurance on that stuff is is atrocious. Yes. If you don't have the insurance, you're super screwed. And that stuff has like no supply. It runs right, out so right, fast. Right. Honestly, right. like, where did all my money go? Because yes, I have to make yes. it an This so inhaler. I own this inhaler now. That's it. That's my whole wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I like that one. Leads to a lot of other problems and stuff. So yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Let's get, let's get rid of the chronic asthma stuff. All right. Last question. We rolled a 15 here. Oh, man, this one has rolled a lot. I think we've rolled this one more than any other. This is the fourth time we've hit it. Uh, so, I mean, I think this works great for you as well, because uh, while you know the full cast and your crew does the broadest possible definition of what college football coverage is, <laughs> yes, Extra Life also embraces the broadest possible definition of the word gaming. So it's best demonstrated by when we, we go to Extra Life United, we start with a rock, paper, scissors competition where somebody actually wins a donation from their hospital for winning that silly game. So what would be like a lesser known gaming activity that you would love to see, like, take Extra Life by storm? Oh, OK. Mm. I'm thinking because it was just my my six year old just had field day at her elementary oh. school. So I'm trying to pull. Oh, you know what? They did do one that was pretty fun. It's very simple. They did the hula hoop contest because it's just a matter. It's just the like, who can hula hoop the longest? And on its own, you're like, well, that's pretty boring. But while participating in it is not necessarily amazing. It's very funny to watch like 30 <laughs> kindergartners hula hooping at the same time. Like it's, <laughs> it's very, very funny. And I think if you made it. If you got to a point where you're like, we have a thousand people trying to hula hoop and seeing like, you know, you're going to have a lot of people drop out pretty quick, but like, not to brag, my daughter won her group. There you go. She kept going for like 10 seconds after she was done. And I, I really want to see like, at what point you're like, oh my God, this person has been hula hooping for, I don't know what the record is, but I'm sure there's somebody who's like, yeah, I can hula hoop for half an hour. Yeah, you, you get the the hula hoop marathon. There's like a prize prize for winning, yes. and then like you get into the bonus round where if you yes. keep going, like every yes. minute or whatever, because yes. it's because it's one of those things that like almost anybody can do. It it's not like particularly uh, it's not like a lot of finesse to it necessarily. It, it once you lose it, it's hard to get it back. It's hard right. to get it back going again. I love it. And that really hits 
he, he's not an extra life for folks, but he got the spirit of extra life right there. <laughs> it's getting something simple and expanding it. Look, we created a, a whole extra life, like United competition. I guarantee you that we could do in there. Cause we did Simon says last year, which <laughs> I helped or, or this past year, which I helped blow up by the way, because everybody was so good at it. When we were running out of time. They decided to squid game us without telling us. This is a true story, by the way. It's like still up on Twitch somewhere. So they told us all to pair up with somebody. There was like, I don't know, maybe 30 or so of us left. So we all paired up, me and somebody else I, I befriended there. Uh, so they're like, okay, now you're playing rock, paper, scissors. Whoever loses is out. So it's like completely that episode of Squid Game where they literally do that thing. So I'm like, this isn't fair. I'm like, I don't want to eliminate you. She's like, wait, just keep throwing rock every single time. It's genius. So we just kept going, kept going. Everybody else is like legitimately playing. And we're just sitting here constantly doing that. And, and all of a sudden the host is like, oh, okay, okay. All right. Simon says you can't use rock. We both look at each other and say scissors. And then we just kept going scissors. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's enough. You go over there. You go over there. It's like Simon says pick a number between one and ten. And somebody standing next to me is like, okay, we're going to keep this bit going. So he puts three behind his back. And I like look over across at her. I was like, here, right? Okay. And we both said three at the same time. Host is beside himself. He finally got her eliminated because he said, okay, you have to, it's like, it's like Simon says, tell the number to that person. You tell the number to that person. Uh Simon says, you can't talk to each other. You can't (laughs) nod at each other. And so I I was like, okay, well, this sucks. So we get the number and, and then it's like, okay. And he pointed to, to the girl I was playing against. It's like, all right, What's your number? And then she said, it's like, oh, Simon didn't say. I'm like, oh, man, that's mean. I feel bad I survived that. But it was a moment of where we screwed up the Simon Says game. And what we didn't know was the hotel we had it in was trying to kick us out because we ran <laughs> so we didn't realize we were making things a lot harder. It's, <laughs> listen, you, you fought the system as long and as hard as you could. And we that did, deserves as, commendation. So. As, as she likes to say, because she actually works at a Starbucks, help uh, unionize people there. She said, we unionize Simon Says <laughs> right on the floor of Extra Life. So pretty Beautiful. great. Beautiful. All right. Well, Ryan, I want to thank you so much. Had a blast. This was everything. Sure I Folks, head over to the Charity Bowl again. EDSBS Charity Bowl dot uh, com, right? Yep. Or, yep. And uh, 23 to 91999. All right. So that's how you get there. Ryan, also let people work in. They find you over on Twitter, find the full cast, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, you can find me at Celebrity Hot Tub on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, or that's a you great can, handle. <laughs> and I, I make a lot of good professional choices, that's for sure. Uh, or you can listen to the Shutdown Full Cast on any podcast service, really. Don't be alarmed uh, when what you listen to is not at all football related. It's May. It probably won't be. I'm sorry. It shouldn't be at this point. Yeah, yeah. We flat out decided one year. It's like, we're not doing off-season podcasts because oh, it's boring. We, no need. No fun. Important. All right. Well, thank you, Ryan, for coming on board. Appreciate it, folks. Make sure to catch them at Celebrity Hot Tub. Catch the full cast. It is a great way to spend a little bit of extra time throughout your day. And look, if you just laugh because it's absurd, then mission accomplished. That's exactly what it's there Until next time, y'all, we'll catch you on the next episode of Extra Voices. Till then, y'all have a good one. Bye.